We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. The Joe Show. I didn't know they had done that. I'm not ready for that yet. I'm still mourning, Ron. It's the day after. You were supposed to play Everybody Loves Raymond, but it's okay. That's a good point. I was also, Ron's always here to remind me of that previously. I know. I was also remiss, and my first awards uh, take was a rant against the T.J. Watt thing. It should have been congratulating Cam Hayward for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. That is a big deal, and he is well-deserving. We're going to play a little bit of his speech, I believe, or an interview that he did. And I was talking earlier with Tyler Kennedy about Marc-Andre Fleury. And I don't really know all these guys, even even if I've interacted with them a bunch, right? But it had always been my sense with Fleury that here is a genuinely decent and good human being. And I've always had that same sense about Cam. And that's a huge award to win. So congratulations to Cam Hayward for all the great work that he does with people uh, off the field. His foundation, just a gigantic deal. He's been knocking on that door for a few years, and now he won it. But I'm not going to stop with my Cleveland Browns defense rant and Jim Schwartz before we get to Ray. Are you kidding me here? Because yards? That's why? Here was the Browns down the stretch. They allowed 31 to Baltimore, 29 to Denver in a 29-12 loss, 36 to the Rams, 27 to Jacksonville, 17 to an inept Chicago offense, 22 to Houston. The Jets don't even count, and they still allowed 20, and then 31 in the last game. They finished, God bless me, last in the NFL in red zone defense and not even in the top 10 in scoring defense. Great job, Jim. Boy, you really rejuvenated that defense. Get the hell out of here with this. Let's go to the Nemo Colt. No, not uh, the Sullivan Super Service fan hotline. There we go. For Ray Fittipaldo. Ray, thank you for waiting so long. It's been a very emotional day minus Ron. It's like the day after a wedding when all the emotions come crashing in. How are you? I'm doing good. Hopefully you have some leftover cookies from, from that wedding, but, uh, I have to say, I'm honored to be on the very first Joe show. So, <laughs> you're the thanks. you're the first media guest on the Joe show. <laughs> I don't know how long it's going to stay the Joe show, but it is, I guess, for now. What do you make of this, Ray? Let, let's start with these awards. Let Let's start with Jim Schwartz because this one really ticks me off for some reason. Usually, I don't care. Like the coordinator of the year, who cares? And I get that they didn't allow a lot of yards, but I've always disagreed that yards should be the top measurement anyway. Last in the NFL in red zone defense, gashed down the stretch multiple times, and they weren't in the top 10 in scoring defense? That's your coordinator of the year? Yeah, I I think, Joe, they got a ton of publicity in the first half of the season when they were on pace, I think, to like set NFL records with yardage given up. 
maybe even points. I think they were halfway decent with points in the first half of the season, but you're right. You know, down the stretch, they fell apart. Houston did whatever they wanted to to do to them in the playoffs. And I know that's voted on previously, but they were not an elite defense by the end of the season. So, um, you know, for both Miles Garrett and for Jim Schwartz, um, you know, I don't know who else was up for assistant coach of the year. You know, Ben Johnson probably would have been a better choice in my mind. How about Mike um, McDonald? The Ravens allowed 16 points a game and led the NFL. Yeah, yeah or or what you're saying. How about yeah? How about um, yeah? Ben Johnson, 27 points. What are they doing, Ray? Anyway, <laughs> what about T.J. Watt? Your thoughts? You know, um, I heard you in, in the last segment, and um, you know the the Associated Press is a news organization. And I saw the list this morning, as I'm sure you have, Pro Football Focus um, has a vote. Sam Monson, who is based in Ireland, has a vote in these awards. And there's no one from the Pittsburgh market, and there's no one from other football markets with an NFL franchise in that city. And my point is, you know, you should have people who cover the team who are news people, um, doesn't have to be a newspaper reporter, could be a television reporter or a radio reporter who votes on this stuff. Pro Football Focus is not a news organization. They have contracts with, I think, more than half the NFL teams. I think they have consulting gigs with a number of teams as well. So they're, I mean, they're in bed with the NFL. You can't tell me that there's not some kind of inherent bias when you're getting paid, you know, to, to work for teams that you that may not seep into your work. So I'm, I'm sure they would deny that, but, you know, for the Associated Press to, to have, to give a vote to someone who's not even part of a news organization or covers the team on a day-to-day basis, that just doesn't sit, sit right with me. What about having Brady and Brewski? I mean, Brady just finished yeah. his career. If I was going to have X players, it would be guys who are emotionally removed from the game. I'm not even talking Patriot bias. He seemed to have a falling out with Belichick at the end. What if Belichick was up for coach of the year right now? Why is Brady on this list? Why does he vote? If I'm wrong. Well, Brady is under contract with Fox, but he just doesn't do any work yet for Fox. So he doesn't even, I suppose he works for a media organization, but he wasn't analyzing anything this year. I, I don't know what Tom Brady does in his free time when he's taken this year off, but. I doubt he's watching more games than I am or than 95% of the people who cover this league do. Um, You know, I'm sure he keeps up with things, but he's not watching the Cleveland Browns um, as much as, you know, people who cover the league or the Pittsburgh Steelers. So, yeah, I mean, I'm with you on that. Um, And, uh, you know, it's good that they spread it around to websites and, you know, you have TV reporters and, you know, I saw people for Sirius XM. That, that's fine. You know, spread it around. But I think inherently all those people should work for a news organization in some capacity and not, you know, have any ties to the NFL. That's just that's my opinion. OK, so we have T.J. Watt leading Miles Garrett in virtually every significant conventional statistical category, including by five sacks, which is a lot, and also by the surface analytical uh, stats like pressures, and I'm I'm all I think that's a very legit stat. You have to drill all the way down to things like pass rush win rate to come up with Miles Garrett. I think it was a lifetime yeah. achievement award. I think voters 
um, thought to themselves, we can't have this guy go his whole career without winning one of these things. This might as well be the year. I don't think he's a deserving winner. No, and uh, is there Watt fatigue? I mean, J.J. won three, T.J. won one. You could argue T.J. deserved another and he not did. another. So, I mean, T.J. could legitimately have three um, DPOIs, you know? And yes. um, maybe that's part of it, too. You see that with the Hall of Fame. There's undoubtedly Steelers fatigue. People just get tired of seeing the same names or the same uniforms, um, you know, be honored. So I, I definitely – think that's part of it but it is interesting i heard peter king on your show what was it joe two weeks ago maybe just talking about analytics and how he looks at analytics more than he used to so that's you know that's seeped into um you know people's minds and you know i I think i just all i have to do is watch football to understand it i don't need to look at pro football focus to realize that tj watt is a better football player than miles garrett but there are these metrics out there that, you know, people point to. And obviously, Peter was influenced by it. So I'm sure others who have votes are influenced by that as well. It seems to me that the, that the differentiating stat here was pass rush win rate. So if I'm sitting down here, I would first have to know what a guy's given assignment was. And I would, for, for example, uh, you have certain stunts, things like that along the defensive line, where your job may be to tie up a blocker or to knock a blocker out of position to create a lane for somebody else. I would have to know what your assignment was, how you executed it, and how exactly do I define a pass rush win if it doesn't result in a pressure, a sack, a quarterback hit, or anything else? How is that a win? Especially in today's day and age when quarterbacks are getting rid of the ball faster than they ever have. You know, three-step drops, boom, the ball's out. Does it matter that you're, you're winning your block if you're not getting a pressure um, on that guy? So, yeah, I mean, there, there's a ton of, um, uh, like a ton of doubt in my mind what, what even pass rush win rate means. I don't even know what it means, Joe, and I, I cover the sport. I mean, I have an idea of what it means, but it doesn't mean anything to me, uh, I, I guess, is, is is what I'm saying. So, um, you know, Miles Garrett doesn't drop into coverage and intercept passes um, against the Rams and turn that game totally in the other direction. Miles Garrett doesn't do that. He, he's not a complete football player in that regard. And T.J. Watt does everything, you know. Um, you know, the only criticism you sometimes hear about T.J. Watt is, you know, his run defense and maybe him getting upfield. And, uh, but he – even with that, Joe, he's still one of the better run defenders among rush, rush, edge rushers in the NFL. I mean, he, he's the most complete football player, defensive football player in the NFL. So I, I'm stumped why this continues to happen. You might be onto something with the lifetime achievement thing, but you know the analytics aspect of it. It just it just it doesn't register with me. I'm just I just go by the eye test, and uh, you know that's all that I care about. Here, here's another one. Uh, in this pass rush win rate BS is passes defense deflections. Basically, if you're a lineman, TJ had more than twice as many, eight to three. So, so if I'm looking at a snap and a guy, he may quote, lose the rep, but he may give up on the rep and just say to himself, I'm going to try to jump up and tip the ball. So if I'm at pro football focus, by the way, I have two emails out that they haven't returned yet today. 
uh, if I'm not pro football focus, is that a, is that a loss? Is that a pass rush yeah. win loss? If I don't I mean, beat a guy, but I jump up and deflect it, to me, that's a pretty big play. I mean, Joe, that's that's not losing the rep. That's understanding the way football is played today. Right. Understanding how quarterbacks, how quickly quarterbacks are getting the ball out, and that's being smart and that's being aware. Um, you know, T.J. Watt is aware of all that stuff. Every opponent, um, he watches so much film. I mean, he's just he's a studious in that regard, and he knows tendencies for every team, um, every player on every team, lineman quarterback, running backs included. So, um, yeah, I mean, I know you didn't mean it that way, but when you say losing a rep, that's to me, that's winning a rep. If you get your arms up. No, that's exactly. Yeah, that's exactly how I meant it. I'm wondering if, if in their eyes, they're watching that rep and saying, oh, he lost that one. And then he just jumped up and deflected the pass. That's a lost pass rush. That's a pass rush loss. You know what I mean? That's just. TJ actually intercepted a pass doing that once. I think it was against the Ravens. Yeah, and PFF probably gave him a pass rush win loss on that one. Loss yeah. on that play. You know, it's just yeah. the whole thing is ridiculous. Not advanced stats. I respect the fact that PFF tries to quantify what has previously nobody's even attempted. So quarterback pressures, that's a great one. Those are sometimes more influential than sacks. Quarterback hits, things like that. I'd love to know, and I was telling uh, – Sean, don't call me Seth Myers. Give me a stat on how often a guy is double or tip, triple teamed, because that's what Micah Parsons said, why Garrett deserves this award. But I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that number. Don't tell me about pass rush win reps. Get the hell out of here with that. Anyway, right. Uh, how about Cam Hayward winning the Walter Payton man yeah. of the year? That was awesome. And anyone more deserving? I mean, I you know, Cam could have won that award. The first time he was nominated, um, I know I've written about Cam and what he does in the community a lot. I know others, um, you know, in this town have done that as well. So I think it was a long time coming. And, um, you know, we all know Cam probably has a year, um, you know, maybe two left. Um, so I, I think it was, very, it, it was justice that he was recognized last night. Um, his mom does a lot for this community. Um, his grandmother, the whole family has, has been here for such a long time um, that, uh, yeah, I, I think it was great that uh, at age 35 that uh, he finally um, he finally got it done. All right, Ray, very quickly here, your thoughts on the new uh, wide receiver coach and I guess what is the other sort of job position titled here? Uh, quarter, is it quarterback's, quarterback's coach? coach? Yeah. So what I thought so, Sully was coming back. Where does he fit in all this? Well, Sully, I think they're they're still in talks. I, I think the Steelers want to retain Mike Sullivan, but it won't be for his previous role. And I, I think when you look at it, I think that makes sense. When when you want to get more out of Kenny Pickett, I think maybe you say let's let's just give him a different voice. Let's see if something else um, you know registers with Kenny, and maybe maybe you get a little bit more out of him. So maybe Tom Arth can can get through to Kenny, and maybe that would be a good um, a good marriage there. But you know, Mike Sullivan is well-respected in the NFL and certainly within, within that building. So I, I think they would like to find a role for him, um, you know, if they can. And, you know, the receivers coach seems like a good hire. Um, he's been in the NFL for a while. Um, to me, that's the wild card of, of this whole scenario. Can a receivers coach, whoever it is, come in and get more out of George Pickens? Um, can you make those guys better team players? I, I don't know that that, that could happen. I, I think every NFL team – Struggles with that, but I, I think it was clear after 
two years with Frisman Jackson that uh, that wasn't happening. So I think obviously they had to move on here and hopefully, um, you know, Zach does a better job in that regard. All right, Ray, to free association, if you would. Are you ready? I am ready. I'm getting the feeling that Mason Rudolph's not coming back here, that the Steelers don't want him badly enough. You? Uh, I think it's trending in that direction, yes. Who's going to be their other quarterback? I wouldn't mind seeing Ryan Tannehill. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Oh, my God. Explain that one, because I would very much mind seeing him. Well, I, I just think even though he's older, he knows Arthur Smith's offense. He's coming here as a backup, not as a starter. Um, uh, and I, I just think he could be a mentor to Kenny, and he can impart how Arthur Smith wants to do things. And I, I think that's important when you're making a transition to a new OC and a new playbook. You bullish on Russell Wilson, yes or no? No. Are you bullish on a big play for Kirk Cousins? Yes or no? No, too expensive. Are you bullish on a trade for Justin Fields? Uh, no, I, I just don't think it makes sense. We had some pass rushers and a wide receiver get into the Hall of Fame. Does that create a little room for James Harrison and or Heinz Ward? And which one makes it, if either? Well, I mean, Heinz only has a couple of cracks left. So I, I hope it's Heinz, but there's such a log jam at receiver. So if I had to pick between those two, I would pick Harrison. Thank you, Ray. All right, Joe. Have a good weekend. I'll talk to you. Take care, man. That is Ray Fittipaldo. Read his stuff at postgazette.com. Fan Twitter brought to you by South Hills Kia, Peters Township. Visit him at southhillskia.net. Text line brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, personal injury law firm, where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. And it's 1129. Time to stop blindly paying those increasing insurance, uh, auto and home insurance premiums. Contact the Buell Insurance Agency in Gibsonia. See what they can do for you. And I think we're going to hear a very familiar voice here, Seth, aren't we? And coming up, Gary Myers. He's written a number of books on the NFL. He's a voter for some of these awards, Hall of Fame, I believe. Let's ask him some questions about this whole process. That's next. Yes, Joe, I want to talk about Mr. Rooter Plumbing. I'm running out of time to do that, but my enthusiasm for Mr. Rooter Plumber has not dimmed. It is Pittsburgh's best plumbing company. I've known Bob Beal for a long time, and I've watched him build a plumbing company empire. Going on 21 years in this market, uh, which is an amazing run in any market doing anything, and the reason Mr. Rooter Plumbing has lasted so long is because it's great at what it does. Write the number down so you have it. I don't care if you have a broken water heater, maybe a backed-up sewer. You call 412-ROOTER-2, 412-ROOTER-2. The website's really good, too. Check it out, MrRooterPittsburgh.com. As I said, uh, going on 21 years in this market, 50-plus trucks out on the road every day. I see them coming into work, going home from work. I'm sure I'll see one this afternoon. I can't recommend them enough. The number one more time, 412-ROOTER-2. 
If I've said it once, I've said it a hundred times. Pittsburgh's number one full-service plumbing company, Mr. Rooter Plumbing. Well, thank you, Ron. This is Sean Myers with your fan headlines. The big one takes place on Sunday. It's the Super Bowl pitting the 49ers against the Chiefs. Kickoff is at 6.30, but we will have pregame starting at 2 o'clock via Westwood One. You can listen to that right here on 93.7 The Fan or on the free Odyssey app. Fan headlines powered by Bowser and Genesis of Monroeville now open for more. You can check out 93.7thefan.com. Starkey. Why, thank you, Ron and Seth. I want to talk to you about a fairly big football game that's happening on Sunday, and it's called the Super Bowl. And I can say that because... FanDuel is an official sportsbook partner of the NFL, so I can use those words, Super Bowl. I can also tell you that Brock Purdy's going to go over 12 and a half yards rushing. I fully believe that. I think Isaiah Pacheco is a good bet for over uh, total yards. He's been a very clutch player. That's a nice way to start a no-sweat same-game parlay where you build one bet to the other. One game, one win can mean a lot of wins for you. At Super Bowl 58, America's number one sportsbook has all your favorite bets, money line spread. Plus, you get bonus back, bonus bets back if your SGP doesn't win your same game parlay. Choose your own to get some help. You can go right into the right into the website, and they've got pre-built ones for you. It's America's number one sportsbook. Did I mention that? Visit FanDuel.com/Starkey. S-T-A-R-K-E-Y. If you don't already have an account, make every moment more. With FanDuel, 21-plus present in Pennsylvania. Minimum three-leg parlay required. Refund issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets, which expire seven days after receipt. Max refund $5 unless otherwise specified. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.